Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks Everybody. Uh, this is a special episode. This is the redo, whatever, um, but it is officially the first edition of Everybody's Hotline. Um, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while, but I'll touch base on that uh, in the episode in between some calls if we do have any calls um, we may get one, we may get zero. Um, it doesn't matter, but overall, I think this is going to be a success either way. Um, if we get no calls, obviously, it'll just turn into another solo episode where I'm just kind of talking about some stuff that's on my mind. Um, if we do get a few calls, fantastic. Um, and then I'll say a few things in between. If it were busy, um, you know, for the whole hour that I have the hotline um, available, also awesome. Um, but I'll get into uh, kind of the reasoning behind everybody's hotline. It's very similar to the other stuff um, and the goals behind all the other stuff I'm doing. Um, but uh, it is almost 7 p.m. here uh, in Dallas. Um, so we're on central time. Um, so the line is about to be open. Um, we may have a call. We may not. Um, but since it's so late in the day, um, I decided to not have my third cup of coffee um, during this episode. Um, but I did, I cracked open a bang uh, about, I don't know, an hour, maybe 45 minutes ago, I was playing MLB The Show. Um, and I hadn't played video games in a really long time. I think the last time I played video games, um, I think I had an Xbox in my house in college, I believe. And then um, my sister was a, was a gamer, um, and she had a PS4 in our apartment when we lived together. Um, I didn't really play any games um, then. She did, but I kind of used it just as like a the streaming service because we had all that streaming stuff in our apartment. Um, but now, obviously, I have that same PS4 in my house, um, and I had a few buddies over um, my house after a show. Um, one of them being Ryan Remington. And he's a big gamer, um, and we want. I wanted to play. Uh, I wanted to play MLB the Show, um, and so I looked and got onto the PlayStation Network. I guess that's a thing. Didn't really know. I, I thought you still had to have the disc. Uh, I guess you can still buy the disc, but also you can just like download it off the PlayStation, which is sweet. So we went to go look on MLB the Show, um, the newest version, but that was like sixty bucks. So I said, nah. And then 2019 was like sort of cheap, but then 2018 was 20 bucks. And I was like, oh, I don't really care if the rosters are up to date. I just want to play a little ball. Um, assuming in my head that once I downloaded it, it would be instant and we'd play right away. So I, I paid for it, bought the game. And uh, right when it says paid for, it says it will now take 13 hours to download. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, no way. So, uh, yeah, we didn't play that night because even though some of the guys slept over, uh, it was still way too long uh, to wait. Um, but then I I got locked and loaded on the game like that afternoon. Uh, I don't know, maybe that was a couple months ago, maybe a month, not really sure. My time frame is kind of off. Um, but I've been playing nonstop. I've been playing Road to the Show. My guy's name is Jim Daniels, classic Jim is uh, just getting after it, dude. He's finally in the show. It's year 2023. Um, I'm currently uh, winning the Triple Crown race, um, and we're like three months into the season. Um, so it looks like uh, I'm going to stay, and I'm going to win the, probably I'm going to win the MVP. I'm going to win the Triple Crown race. Uh, I'm living out all my dreams as, as a MLB player. Uh, I play for the Pirates, so I'm basically the best player the Pirates have ever had since Barry Bonds. And everyone knows how I feel about Barry Bonds. He's the greatest baseball player of all time. By far, should be in the Hall of Fame, along with Pete Rose uh, and Roger Clemens. Should all be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm that. I'm on it. I'm on it now. Hard. I love it. It's fun. I might have to up the, uh, the, uh, the level of difficulty, though, because it's, it's getting a bit easy. Like, even I'm almost kind of getting bored about how easy it is. Um, but also, then Ryan came over. Uh, a few weeks ago too uh, and we played a game of the show I beat him uh, Brad who I had on an episode uh, last week yeah I think that's when it will drop either way 
Brad, after we filmed an episode of Jackson Talks, everybody, I played against him. I beat him. So, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you want to come over, you want to come through to Jack's, to uh, everybody's land and play a little MLB The Show, hit me up. Let's see. Come through. We can play a little MLB The Show, have a little beer pong game, you know, whatever. It's going to be cool. So that's my video game experience. I'm going to try to sell out a, uh, a 50,000 seat arena like those absolutely sick gamers who are just selling out arenas, which is to me the, the coolest thing ever. Turning your like almost a hobby into a dream, into a job. It's amazing. It's incredible. That goes to show you like literally you can do anything. If you have an interest in anything, whether it be like you super like turtles, you can you can do stuff with that. You can make a YouTube channel. You can have a podcast about it. It's amazing. If you're super into turtles, tell everyone about it. Tell people why you like it, how you liked it. Tell you, I don't even, I don't know anything about turtles, but there's got to be some cool stuff that no one knows about them that you could share. And that's so cool because you can literally turn anything you want, anything you're passionate about, anything you really feel passionate about, like really passionate about, you can turn that into something cool and you can be your own boss and you can make your own hours and have your own schedule and still create these memories and moments and experiences with like your friends and family and I have to miss out on all the stuff that's super important, you know, because you're chasing your dream on your own terms, which I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, all that's off video game tangent. Classic, classic Jackson Stone going off on tangents. Anyways, so it's, it's, it's officially 701. So the, uh, the hotline is open. Um, we'll see. We'll see if anyone dials in and calls. Um, I'm gonna check something real quick. And we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'd like to answer a few calls, I think it'll be fun. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's super important, like, we're gonna like cultivate those those passions. Like that's why it's, I think it's so important to to try so many. This is gonna be really annoying on the mic. I'm so sorry. Got to get used to how good these mics are. Um, that's why it's so important to experience so many things. Like we have this so much value on like on on making money and like monetizing everything, and eventually, obviously, you need to make money off your passion, right? Because that's how you're going to feed yourself and your family and take care of others. And money makes life a little less stressful, right? Of course, obviously, we all need that to live and survive. But it, it can't be. It's not the root of your happiness. It definitely is not. What what is 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 finding something you love to do and then and just being able to do that 100%. And the only way to find that is through experiences and whether you're creating those experiences with your family or your friends or you're just going out and doing stuff or you're taking road trips or you're just traveling or you're experiencing new friend groups or new communities and getting to know different people, getting to know different backgrounds and understanding where other people came from understanding where you came from and how that shaped you and kind of breaking the habit of your old environment and, and learning new things and unlearning things and digesting and understanding. All these things, all these things encompass it, the great experience is of life. And what those experiences do is they feed your soul. They're money for the soul. And what that allows you to do is really navigate through things that you do like that you don't like, um, and that's important, knowing those things, because being able to say no to stuff is also really important, but you have to be able to say no to it once, I think once you've tried it once, in certain regards, a general statement, obviously, um, but you find out what you do when you don't like, and then you can say no to things, because being able to say no to things is an extremely vital and pivotal thing for securing and protecting your mental health which overall is, I think, is one of the number mo number one most important things, obviously, is protecting and securing our mental health because it encompasses our whole entire life. It's how we think. It's how we feel. It's how we act. 
is our mental health, right? So if we're able to say no, that means we're putting more of a value on things that we do enjoy. We're putting more of a value on ourselves than others. And I think that's important because we have to value ourselves and love ourselves at the highest point to then have the capacity and understanding and empathy then to care for others. <clears throat> so the experiences, man, you know, they're so important. Get out there and, and create those moments and those memories, you know, try new things. You might be hella whack at them when you first start. You probably will, you know, will be whack at it when you first start. You probably won't be good at all. But you keep trying, you keep navigating, you know, you keep learning, educating yourself. Eventually, you're going to be good at it. Or eventually, you'll find out that it's not for you and you try something else. There's definitely so much more positives to trying than not trying at all. And personally, I would rather try and, and lose than just not try at all because I think that's not really a failure. There's some learning you know, every experience and learning opportunity can eventually lead you to a positive vibe. You know, it may take a while. It may take some some real inward work to kind of figure out what it told you and what it said about yourself. But I think there's a lot to be said with that. You know, so experience those things. Try those new things, you know. Hang out with those different people. That's, that's I mean, especially right now, right? Especially what we're going through right now. It's so important to to try to experience, not really experience, but more just like try to understand what others have gone through, where they came from, their backgrounds, how they grew up, where they live now, and, and what that means to their life and what that means to their mental health and what that means to what they're going through and, you know, and, and what triggers them and what stresses them out and how we can help and how we can be there for them, how we can see those signs and try to just be a shoulder for them to lean on. That's super important right now, for sure, and always is important. Um, but we know that, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we know that, we know that, uh, um, July is, um, black indigenous people of color month. Um, it was known as, I think I said that on a previous episode and I'm mistaken was, um, called minority mental health month. Um, but we changed, they changed it. Like the people who like make up these months and make the big decisions in terms of mental health changes it. I think it's the right idea. And I think it's in the right track of trying to um, represent and give voices to the underrepresentative, the underrepresented uh, and amplify some voices that have been unheard for a long time, especially in the mental health sphere. Um, because, you know, racism and trauma and pain severely, severely impact our mental health. And if we have no access to care or treatment and no one's telling us that it's okay to ask for help, then where do we go, you know? So, so that is this month. The focus is that this month of July, because today's July 9th. That's when I'm filming this episode. Um, but that's got to be a focus going forward for everyone in the mental health sphere, for all people in general. Um, we've got to have a focus on that of making sure people are seen because we, we don't want to, we can't go through life, you know, being invisible, you know, we don't, we, we're not meant to go through life alone. We're meant to be connected with other people. Um, and it's our job to, as people to give the voice to people who are voiceless, make them be seen, let them be seen because they deserve that same love, respect and kindness as everyone else. You know, we're all human beings and we all deserve the same love, kindness, and respect. And we deserve to be heard and we deserve that 100% fully. But as I was saying, that's this month of July. Um, and so I think maybe by the time this episode comes out, for sure I'll have dropped one shirt for this month. Um, it's in collaboration with um, a wrestler, independent professional wrestler from Charlotte, um, whose name is Darius Lockhart. Um, he, uh, he's a huge activist, um, for the Black Lives Matter movement. He's someone that I incredibly look up to. I think he's a brilliant man. Um, I think his voice needs to be heard by millions of people. And I'm super glad that we got to collaborate on a t-shirt. If you haven't checked it out, it's a really powerful t-shirt. Um, 
as always on all the UR Love shirts, whether they collab with someone else or not, they'll 100% of the proceeds are <clears throat> donated to uh, mental health awareness, education, and research. Um, so go to urlovelife.com, check that shirt out. Um, there may be another one. I think I have two more in the works for collabs for this month. Um, if they're not in time for this month, then they'll definitely come out in the in the months after because um, we, we got to keep representing you know, the underrepresented, underrepresented, I mean, I can't say that word today. Hush, sheesh, sheesh. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got to amplify those voices every day, every day. You know, not just when it's trendy, but every day. Um, but yeah, Darius Lockhart, check that man out. Super, 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 super big fan of his as just a human being. Also a dope ass wrestler. Um, if you haven't checked out his matches, you should. Um, but he's going to be, yeah, he's going to be well, well recognized on a large scale very soon for just his voice and the way he speaks and how he carries himself. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Let's see. I wrote a few things down. Maybe I want to talk about them. Obviously not. We don't have any calls yet, which is fine. Um, okay. I can go into that a little bit. So I basically, I mean, I put out the the number, um, just to try to have, you know, um, open and honest, uh, conversation. I'll get, I'll get some, I'll get a little transparent here. You know, I started, I had the idea for everybody's hotline, um, probably last, <clears throat> excuse me, um, probably last year around December, I think, um, it was coming to my, to my head as something that I wanted to do. So I had to navigate trying to figure out how I was going to record the episode at the same time as receiving calls and be able to hear the call while, you know, while it's all happening. So you can hear the person who's speaking because that dialogue would be really important. Whatever their question is, whatever they're asking, whatever they're saying is super important. And I want the people listening to be able to hear that and then be able to hear my response so you get the full conversation and the full context of the information being presented. And so I had that idea in December um, and was just kind of thinking about ways to present that. Um, on Jackson Talks, everybody. Um, and then quarantine hit, right? So we got we got hit with quarantine and COVID-19. So we're on this great big pause. So it gave me time to really think about that. And then during quarantine, I, uh, I filmed three Everybody's Hotlines. I think on the first one, I had one caller. The second one, I had maybe five. It was a good one, uh, really. I mean, obviously, the one call was great too. And then five, and then on the third one, I did three. But... Every single one, um, Andy was in the videos, um, and I absolutely 100% do not feel comfortable at all putting out those videos or being associated with that whatsoever, um, so I deleted those, and uh, we're starting over. We're starting over with this one by myself because I'm doing a lot of solo episodes now. Um, I'm not sure why I wasn't doing them before. I've always feel like I have a lot to say, and I have some good insight on some stuff, um, Personally, I think that. Um, I don't know, really, if it helps anyone or not, maybe. But me just, like, talking about it helps me. Um, I hope it helps people. I mean, that's the whole point of everything that I'm doing. But so now, yeah, so now we're here. I put out the same number again. Everybody's hotline. Of course, I'm branding everybody heavy. <laughs> uh, patent, trademark. No, I'm just kidding. Um so yeah, now, now we're kind of back at the official, I mean, you guys saw the, the restart episode, so I explained that in full detail, and this is kind of the restart, but you never saw the other three, everybody's hotlines, um, but now we're starting over with this one, um, and maybe we won't get a caller, um, maybe we will, um, it all depends on uh, what's happening, but the idea for the hotline um, was very similar to all the other things that I'm trying to do. It was similar to the the IG lives that I was doing, where I picked ten random people to go live with me on IG for like 15 minutes. Just really, especially during quarantine, just to create conversation, man. Just to create human interaction because we were so physically isolated, and now a lot of us still are. That because we were physically isolated, we thought that meant we had to. Um, like socially isolate as well, but that's the opposite. When we physically uh, isolate, we need to socially connect even more and really check in on our friends and really check in on our people and just check in on everyone. 
So for my own mental health, I really wanted to just talk to people. Um, and so I did those IG lives and then I was doing these like, you know, once every few weeks to really just, uh, hear, hear people talk and hear what they were saying and, and talk to them. Maybe I could offer some advice or they could offer some advice to me, or we would just have a nice, really cool back and forth conversation about whatever they may be doing or something cool or some weird purchases they made during quarantine or if they went for a walk that day um, and maybe whatever I was feeling that day. Um, so that was the point. That is the point, currently the point of the hotline. Um, like I said, I don't know. I don't ever know if someone's actually going to call in, right? I post these things on social media and hoping that maybe someone who really needs to have a conversation with someone sees it and is like, I'm going to call, you know? When you do call in, you don't have to say your name or who you are. You can be anonymous if if that makes you feel more safe and secure. And that's really what the hotline is for. I want you to feel safe and secure. Um, like you know that you're talking to, to me, actually to me. Um, and, I'm, and I'm an open ear and I want to listen without judgment. And hopefully I can help you on your way. The conversation obviously doesn't have to be that deep either. Um, it can be about whatever. Um, we can talk about bang energy drinks or we can talk about how... I eat a, an absurd amount of candy um, because I love it. I, I think I have an addiction to sugar. Never had these before, but they're trolley sour crunchy crawlers. Enjoy. Um, so yeah, so that was the point of the hotline, is the point of the hotline. But, I mean, I think I'm going to do at least at least one hotline a month. So hopefully it becomes a really popular line. And we're having really good conversation on it at least once a month. You know, I'd like to open it up for a little bit more than an hour. In case, in case we really get in. I would never cut someone off, right? If we're having a really good conversation or more people are calling repeatedly one after the other, I would never stop it in an hour. That's just kind of the time frame I gave for people just to see if they would if they would come through or not, you know. Um, but it's uh, I mean, this is turning into just another solo episode with Jackson Stone, which is cool. I got some stuff I'd like to talk about, and I will I will talk about it. But uh, I'm gonna keep moving forward with the hotline. Just like a lot of stuff that I'm doing, like the You Are Loved stuff and For Everybody and, I don't know, just, you know, the stuff I'm putting out just in general, you know, it all takes patience. You know, I know what I, uh, I believe in what I'm doing 100%. Like, I believe it with my whole body, soul, and mind as much as you can believe in anything. I'm, I'm manifesting those things every day. Uh, I believe in, in talking things into existence, um... You know, every morning when I wake up, I write down some personal affirmations. I write down what I'm grateful for. I read a few pages in my book that I have on my nightstand, and I make my bed. And I think it's a brilliant way to start your day. But I'm talking about that in a second. I don't even know what tangent. I don't even know how I got there. Oh yeah, I'm believing in what I'm doing. You know, wholeheartedly, with my whole being. <clears throat> and uh, so everything. T I know that everything takes time, and you know, overnight sensations happen in ten years. Um, you know, uh, last night, and so today's July 9th, last night, Keith Lee won the NXT championship and that guy's been grinding. He's a double champ, NXT champ and North American champ, which is just so incredible to see. Like, first off, he's like, an, he's an awesome dude. Straight up one of the coolest, nicest dudes I've met in pro wrestling or just in general. Like, but like whenever he blew up on the indies. Right, whenever he hella blew up, like he was having dope ass matches at Beyond, and it's like basically everywhere around the whole world, people are like, "Oh, Keith Lee blew up in, in five seconds." I'm like, "Nah, man, it's been this guy's been grinding. He played pro football, and then he stopped wrestling for a little bit, and then he was like, and then he got back into wrestling, and then he had a grind out in Texas, and he was just putting on banger matches in Texas, and then he blew up hard, you know, and he deserved that, right? Because he put the work in, and now." You know, after his amazing showing in the Royal Rumble, which is like a massive spotlight, you know, he crushed it uh, in January all the way now until July where he gets to finally gets the big strap. And that's amazing. So congratulations to Keith Lee. 
And uh, shout out to every other guy, every other wrestler in Texas, because Keith Lee, Keith Lee is the, the Keith Lee is the blueprint for us guys out here, man. He just put the work in, you know. It was nice to everyone, and just put the work in. And so Texas is no longer a black hole for for pro wrestling. You know, we got we got talent out here. We're putting on good shows. Eventually, when you know when COVID's done or whatever sense of normalcy we can have you know, going into the future, whatever that may be. We're going to put on good shows and we're going to produce a lot of good talent. I mean, Ricky Starks just got signed by AEW. You know, Gino's wrestling for, is signed by MLW. It's like top talent, you know? And then all the just the other guys, just as independent guys or, you know, a lot, of, a lot of studs out here and we're going to put on some really good shows. So, yeah. So, Keith Lee is the, is the, uh, is the measuring stick, obviously, for, for Texas pro wrestlers, man, because he's, he's a top for sure. Um, but what I mean by saying, talking about him really is that it takes time and patience, you know? So all the stuff I'm trying to start and trying to do and trying to be about takes time, you know? And I'm really happy with the way things have progressed in terms of just you are loved over the last year, you know, with restarting Jackson Talks, everybody, and where that can go now, now that I feel like I'm free and open and finally kind of being myself on this podcast and really talking about the things that are important to me. Um, you know, and then starting for everybody and, and having the finally the UR Love website and, and the socials all there and, you know, putting more stuff on my YouTube channel and like all these things matter, man. And they all add up and they all make a difference. Um, you know, wherever that may be, wherever the road may take me, you know, I'm open to everything. You know, I obviously have a desired goal in mind, but I'm open to taking pivots and changes and, you know, all these things that happen when you're when you're in life it's so unpredictable and I think that there's so much beauty in that and I'm just gonna I'm gonna be in flow with that you know and let things happen but also work really hard to get there you know it's really dynamic right you want to work really really hard and have this desire and goal and put your attention towards that and intention towards that but then you also got to be open and in flow with everything because some cool shit might come your way and you got to be open to it and it might take you in this direction it's still in the direction of where you want to be. It's just a slightly different pivot path. And I think that's cool. And I'm, I, you know, I'm trying to work on all that stuff, you know. I'm no expert on all the, the mind stuff and how powerful the mind is because it's so powerful, you know. We, we, we are our thoughts, you know, what we think we can become, you know. And uh, that's why, <clears throat> you know, so that's why, that, that's why I write down you know, what I'm grateful for, because, you know, if you really think about and write down what you're grateful for, it could be just the simplest things. Some days I'm, I write down that I'm just grateful to have a cup of coffee, you know, and that thing, that can boost my mood because then when I'm drinking it, I'm, I'm really like, oh, this is, well, I think it's good coffee every day because I love it because I love coffee, but it really boosts my mood because it, because I'm just thinking like, wow, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really grateful just to be sitting down in my house, being able to drink a cup of coffee you know, and obviously every day I'm grateful for my friends, my family, my health, all those things just to be able to wake up every day. Like those things are incredible. That's like being a human being and being alive is so amazing, you know, and we all get that chance to do that. You know, we got to make the most of whatever time we have, whether it's a short amount of time or a long amount of time. We all got to make the most of that time. And then also I write down some personal affirmations because we have to, we have to speak kindly to ourselves first and foremost, right? You know, saying I am loved, I'm happy, I'm creating good habits daily. You know, a big one for me is that I'm, I'm a magnet for success and good fortune, you know, because that, that, I feel like that feeds me good energy and I can pass that, that good fortune and that success on to others who would come in contact with me and we're all in flow of this like really strong energy. And I think that's super important. So, I mean, I recommend that when you wake up every morning. You know, I think the idea of making your bed every morning is um, is an interesting one. Because the idea behind it is that if you wake up right in the morning and you force yourself to do something that you don't really want to do, but it's so small as making your bed, that once you make your bed... You're going to feel this like deep sense of accomplishment because you got up, made your bed and forced yourself to do something you didn't want to do. And then you accomplished that task. 
that gives you a deep sense of accomplishment like right away, right to start your day. And then you go into writing some things down that you're grateful for. And then you go into talk positively about yourself with these with these positive affirmations. I am happy, I am loved, I am kind, all these things. And now you've just, like that's that's about 15 minutes of your day right there. You just started off on such a on such a beautiful note, right? Instead of immediately waking up, checking our cell phones, scrolling through Twitter and Instagram, seeing that we didn't get as many likes or as many retweets on our post that we thought we would, trying to get some sort of validation from those likes and those retweets, instead of putting out that content for the sake of, because you want to, because you enjoy it, because it, it means something to you. And if even one person likes it, that's a big enough success for you because you put it out in that sort of way. You're not putting it out to get likes or clout. You know, but if you are, then we gotta, you gotta kind of reframe that mindset a little bit, but that's a different subject. But really, if we can wake up in this way, you know, of forcing ourselves to do just a small task, a small task that we don't really wanna do, we feel that great sense of accomplishment. And then we write some things down that we're grateful for. And it's it, like, it doesn't have to be these, these big grandiose things, right? It can be so small. I'm grateful for to be alive. I'm grateful to wake up. I'm grateful for my health. You know, I'm grateful for the place that I live. All these things are so important because they're the little things, but the little things are the most important things, right? Because if you, like, like we figured out with COVID, we got the things that we thought were minute and small got taken away from us, going to the movies, going out to eat, going to bars. These aren't that important things. They're not that important in the general scheme of life, but they got taken away from us. They're part of our everyday life and they got taken away from us. So then we were able to backtrack a little bit and figure out, okay, what's truly important, what truly matters. And those are the things you can write down every morning because that's what's important. And then, you know, obviously write down some good stuff about yourself, you know, because we have to talk kindly to ourselves. We have to talk kindly to ourselves. Um, It's so important, you know, the way we talk to ourselves is so important because we're, we're teaching our brain, you know, those patterns, you know, and, and if you talk to yourself kindly, then you're going to, then when someone else disrespects you or says something mean about you, you can then be strong-willed enough to be protecting your mental health by saying that you don't, you don't approve of the way that that person is speaking to you. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to remove toxic people from your life. You're allowed to change your mind. These things are important. These things happen over time. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, what. Yeah, I was talking about something good. Well, that's just how I wake up every morning. Um, and I'm, I'm really into, uh, into journaling. Um, I usually journal like the middle of the day. Um, it was hard. It was about, It was a bit harder to do all this stuff when I was working at Walmart. <clears throat> because I was, I had to be at work at 7.30, right? And it was a 45-minute drive from my house to get to the Fort Worth Distribution Center. And so it was a bit hard, right? So I'm, but I, I try to do like a five-minute little bit of yoga when I wake up as well um, because my, you know, my body needs it. And my, my body deserves that nourishment as well. <clears throat> so I was waking up, you know, and I like to eat breakfast and have a cup of coffee before I leave, you know? So I was waking up you know, about an hour and a half before I was leaving for work. Um, which is pretty early in the morning, um, but it always helped my day. It always made my day a lot better. And so now, now that I'm not working at Walmart, it's a bit easier, obviously. Um, you know, I have a lot of free time during the day, which is great. Um, so now that I, I sit out outside <clears throat> uh, in my port, in my backyard area, uh, you know, and sometimes in the middle of the day and I journal, um, I just write down whatever I'm feeling, whatever comes to my head. Sometimes it's only one sentence. <clears throat> you know, because I don't have a lot to say, or sometimes it's uh, it's quite a few sentences, um, and that really helps me. Um, and uh, you know, a lot of days I, you know, some of the stuff I write down is really um, negative, because some days I'm. It's not like negative in a sense, like I don't know, negative is the wrong word, but it's 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 just it's it's you know, it's how I'm feeling. Because some days I'm I am pretty sad, or I am pretty down, or I'm I'm just really missing my sister and things like that. And I'm, I'm saying those things, you know, um, because there's no, we can't force, we can't force positivity. Having toxic positivity <clears throat> is wrong because it is okay not to be okay. And we got to recognize those things. And when we recognize those things, then we can do the inward work on that, why we feel this way, 
What's our mind telling us? Where do we need to go from here? Do we need to get help? Do we need to talk to a friend? Do we need to speak to a professional? Do we need all of those things? Because we're going to, I'm going to, I mean, we need to normalize therapy for sure, right? Like, there's like, there's no problem with once a week going to talk to someone who's a trained professional and just being in that safe, that safe environment for an hour every week and like being able to get out your thoughts and your feelings without judgment and just being able to tell what you feel and how your week was and what's going on and what you need help with. That's a beautiful thing. You know, I'm really, I'm really big into group therapy. That for me has helped me more than um, <clears throat> just an individual therapy session. Um, but it depends on the person, right? Because I go to group therapy sessions with people who are also suicide loss survivors. And I feel a strong connection with these people because they know exactly how I'm feeling. Which for me was really what I was looking for. I needed people who understood my loss to the extent that, you know, like, it's hard for, like, friends and family to, to really understand something that... I, I went through that they didn't really go through. It's the same for like people of color. Like we try to understand all the racism and the trauma and the pain they've been through, but we can't because we weren't in their shoes. But we try to understand. We try to be there for them. We try to educate ourselves on what they went through and how they live and how we can help and how we can be there for them. It's the same thing. Like I had a beautiful support system of friends and family members, but really the only people who know exactly, I mean, my parents, right? They're dealing with it different than me. They lost a child. That's different than losing a sister or a sibling, right? So I'm going to these group therapy sessions and I'm sitting down with people who literally went through the exact same experience and we're all still going through, whether it happened 10 years ago, two years ago, one year ago, six years ago. You know, the grieving journey is very long and you never really, you don't really, you don't get over anything like this. You know, it's impossible, but you try to, you try to move forward with it. It's always going to be a part of me and if I can... It, it made me feel a lot more comfortable to be able to talk to these people, these brilliant, strong people about it. And so in that regard, <clears throat> excuse me, group therapy has been amazing for me. Um, and for other people, it's just going to normal therapy or it's or it's using BetterHelp, which is an online service. Um, and we just have to normalize that. We have to normalize asking for help and getting the help. Um, you know, now like the big discussion is having mental health care be affordable, accessible, and available to everyone, no matter what, no matter who you are, where you live, what you do. It should be available and accessible to everyone because we all deserve to have the peace from mind and to have a beautiful, strong, healthy brain and mind and be able to accomplish all of our dreams and hopes and be healthy and be happy. <clears throat> Obviously, there's some more severe cases of mental health conditions that need more severe and more deeper help and care. But on the basic level, general statement, we all deserve that help, love, and support for our mental health. <clears throat> um, yeah, still no calls, obviously. But the line, the line is still active. I'm going to have another uh, little treat, so it's probably going to take me about 10 seconds to chew this. So bear with me. Pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the point of all of that was basically just to start creating some good, create good daily habits. You know, people talk about self-care all the time. This is a form of self-care. You know, creating these good daily habits. And sometimes, some days you don't hit them. And that's okay. Some days you don't feel like getting out of bed. The only thing you could do was maybe go to the bathroom. And that's okay too. Some days we do feel like that. That's all right. Tell yourself it's all right. Don't be mad at yourself for it. Don't talk down to yourself for it. <coughs> know that it's okay. And know that just because you took maybe a step back or you, or you uh, stood still, that doesn't remove all the progress that you've been making. This progress that you made is still there and it's still amazing. And the next day can be totally different because you're when you're battling these mental health conditions, every day is a new day. 
And you guys are so strong every day for just doing the things that you do on a regular basis. It's incredible to me. Um, and, uh, and that's why I stand with you. You know, that's why I want people to talk about this conversation more. That's why I want to encourage this open and honest conversation, you know, to let people know that it's okay not to be okay, to have bad days, to struggle. Because we're all, we're all going through something, man, something, you know? And that's a, that's a big thing that I, I think I always touch on in every episode because I think like it always just comes to me that like your pain is so valid. It is. Your pain and suffering and the way you feel is so valid. That doesn't, because someone has it worse, doesn't take away from the fact that you all are also suffering. That's important. So important. It was very important for me to know that too. Like, obviously, I was, I'm, I'm always still, whatever, forever dealing with the loss of my sister. And when everything happens around me, you know, COVID or some other bad stuff happens around me, you know, I feel like I have to put my shit to the side to help that person. But really, what I have to do is like figure out if I'm okay that day to have enough capacity and empathy then to help other people. And I figured that all out. I figured, that it helps me grieve, it helps me um, understand my pain when I'm, when I'm talking through it with people, when I'm helping others, or when I'm just talking through how they feel, because sometimes I'm feeling the exact same way, but our reasons for feeling that way are totally different. But in, this, in, in, that, in that regard, your pain, your suffering, whatever, Whatever you're going through is real, it's valid, it means something. Let's address that, let's talk about that, let's look inward on that, let's see what you need, you know, what you need personally to figure it out, to, you know, whatever direction you need to go, you know? Like we just said, maybe it's, maybe it's online, maybe it's in therapy, maybe it's group therapy, maybe it's just hanging out with friends. It doesn't matter the, the degree of which what you feel, it's still real what you feel. And then once that is kind of sorted, you know, you can have a manage on it and a hold on it. You know, it's not, you know, there's no cure for any of this stuff, but there's management to all of it. You know, that's everyday work. It's everyday self-care work. It's everyday mental health work. That's why we need to be educated. That's why family and friends need to be educated on this subject to then help so we can see the warning signs, right? So we can see the warning signs. That's super important, right? Um... But then once you have that, you know, sorted to an extent, right? Then we have the empathy and the capacity to want to help others who may be feeling the exact same way. You know, and that was the whole idea behind the You Are Loved weekly video series, which is still obviously happening. It was that these, these brilliant souls were sending me these videos and they were sharing their journeys, right? And then someone else would watch the story of a person they never met before. And they'd be like, oh, wow, I feel the same way. I feel the exact same way. And there's so much power and there's so much strength in shared experiences. Feeling like we're not alone is so powerful. And to know if you're listening or watching or whatever, you are not alone. You're definitely not. I swear. Whatever you've gone through or you're feeling, someone has gone through it similar. Not the exact because everyone's path is unique. Uh, everyone's story is unique and everyone's story has the power to inspire, but everyone's story is theirs. And once we own, we own our story, once we own it, we own it, we name it, we identify our story, we have then have the power to write the next chapter, which is important because that chapter can be whatever you want because you've owned it, you've taken your story back and now you can write the next chapter. And that's amazing. Oof, got a little fired up there. Got fired, got excited. It's really, I mean, this is obviously something I'm passionate about over everything else in my life. Um, but also, I, I do have to put out a dis disclaimer saying I'm not a, you know, I've taken mental health courses. I'm, I'm like mental health first aid certified. Um, I've gone to a lot of seminars and conferences, but I'm not a mental health professional. Um, this podcast should not be a replacement 
uh, for therapy or seeking professional help. Um, This is just me having open dialogue with the people listening, hoping that this can be a this you can listen to this, hear this. Maybe something resonates with you very heavily, and it leads the bridge to help. It leads the bridge to help. It gives you that power and that strength to know that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be vulnerable, and vulnerability means courage. So you're having the courage to go then ask for help and get that help because you deserve it and you deserve that happiness and that love and that treatment. So that's what this is for. I have to say that. Thank you. Wow. It's already been 40 minutes. No callers yet, obviously. Or else you guys would have, you guys would have heard that. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, yeah. but I, I, I want to talk about, I think the last thing I want to talk about um, in this episode, we'll have about 20 minutes maybe. Maybe I'll talk longer. Um, it's something I was going to talk about on the last solo episode, but I talked about the question, uh, how are you for so long, <laughs> uh, that I just, I didn't even get to this. Um, but we can talk about it right now. Um, it's obviously all in the same kind of, uh, subject matter as what we've been talking about. Um, it's about failure, mistakes, and forgiveness. And this is a very interesting topic. Uh, it's a very heavy topic. Um, because in our culture today, we have, we have cancer, cancel, cancel culture, which I'm going to read you the definition of it off dictionary.com. You ready? Cancel culture refers to the popular practice of withdrawing support, canceling public figures and companies after they have done or said something considered, uh, offensive. Cancel culture is generally discussed as being performed on social media in the form of group shaming. So there's that. Now, we all make mistakes, every single one of us. Obviously, there are some mistakes that are bigger than others, and some, uh, yeah, some mistakes are then bigger than others. And so we shouldn't be, like, it's easy to... It's easy to shame someone and then because that makes us feel better. It's easy to shame them and cancel them because that makes us feel good, you know? But really, the hard thing to do then is to realize that person made a mistake. They messed up bad. You know, I've been dealing with that. We've all been dealing with the, that kind of, those kind of mistakes and awful things, you know, for a bit now in, in the pro wrestling community. Right, but we have to hold then hold the people accountable. I'm for those mistakes. Like obviously there needs to be consequences and repercussions for the actions. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Hundred percent consequences and repercussions for your actions. Whether that's not being able to pro wrestle anymore, uh whether that's being fired from your job, right? There's tons of consequences for actions, for mistakes. Um, or for saying things that are uh, offensive or doing things that are wrong or, you know, racist behavior, a lot, all these things, right? Not good things that need to be, people need to be held accountable for. And I don't like, so then cancel culture then should, should the word shouldn't really, I don't think the phrase should really exist, it should then be like, we're holding these people accountable or, giving them, not giving them, but I don't know, someone maybe is providing them the tools to be able to change, then they themselves hold themselves accountable to their actions, admit their wrongdoings, admit their mistakes fully, owning up to those things that they did wrong, and then trying to be better because of it. And that that long, hard process of looking inward into why we did those things, why we think those things are true, why we made those offensive comments, why we made those mistakes, whatever the case may be. That looking inward obviously is a deep, deep, deep dive into yourself. And then once you start unraveling and unpacking those things, 
then we can kind of fully, the person can kind of fully comprehend as to why they made these big wrong mistakes. And then we hold them accountable as people, they hold themselves accountable as people, and then they can be better from it. I don't know how long that takes, um, but that, those are the hard choices we have to make, right? Shaming someone or making fun of them for doing these things is the, is the easy route, you know? But if we hold them accountable and allow them from afar, right? We don't have to have a relationship with them. We don't have to, have, they don't, they shouldn't be a part of our business or your business or your life or your relationship, whatever the case may be, whatever the choice you personally make, but we allow them to grow and change and be better because we make mistakes, you know, and uh, forgiveness on the same vein is also really important. You know, forgiveness, I think, is more about the person who is doing the forgiving than the person receiving the forgiveness. Because the point of forgiveness really, I think, is then to be able to, because like if you're holding on to a grudge, right, that's like injecting poison into yourself and expecting it not to hurt you, right? You're holding on to this nasty grudge. But if we forgive, which is hard, everything about all of these things in this episode is hard. You know, looking inward, self-love, you know, unpacking our past, unlearning things, forgiveness, realizing our mistakes, taking accountability. All these things are so hard. They're so hard. And a lot of times we mess them up, but we try again and we try again and we try again and we keep trying to do our best in every situation, which most of the time is enough. It is enough. Doing your best is enough. And trying to be a good person every day is enough. But this forgiveness portion is really something that helps us. I'm forgiving you for what you did to me, not to mend the relationship. I don't want to create another relationship with you. I'm past that. That's not the point of forgiveness is not to mend or fix or have a relationship with that said person, but then it's to forgive you so that I can move forward and move forward with my life so that I can be happy again. Because then I've let go of that grudge, I let go of that pain, and I'm forgiving you so that I can then be happy. Because that's what we all want. One number one goal in life, happiness, overall happiness. And that's obviously it's possible, it's achievable, you know. I'm a very happy person. I've gone through some shit, some pain, some trauma, obviously. Talk about it a lot. So is everyone. But happiness is still possible. We have to be able to, you know, recognize those things and be able to forgive. You know, we have to be able to forgive. I don't know if I said that right. Sometimes I get so worried when I talk about these things that someone's going to find what I say like, I'm going to say something wrong. You know, I don't, I'm not meaning to offend anyone in these, in these podcasts. I'm just trying to speak from what I think and what I see on social media and what I get inspired by other people talking about like my other favorite podcast hosts like Russell Brand and, and Lewis Howes and Brene Brown and all these people are talking about such brilliant things and such brilliant manners and I'm easily, I can easily digest what they're saying via podcast, you know, and I want, I want to bring that same kind of, same kind of feel and understanding to, uh, to this podcast so the people viewing, watching, listening, um, can feel like they gained a little bit from watching it, whether it was a laugh, whether it was like watching me eat candy for 10 seconds through this sweet new microphone or something that I said about all the stuff that I've talked about today, you know? Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm confident in what I say. Like, obviously I stand by everything that I say and I believe in everything that I say, 100%, I wouldn't say it otherwise. Um, but it's, it's a little nerve wracking sometimes because cancel culture is so prevalent and people are, people wanted to jump on anyone for saying, you know, one wrong thing at one time and then it's it. Bye. See ya. You know, you never get this chance again, you know, but I think that's why we're not, we shouldn't be shaming people. We should be holding them accountable for what they do and what they say. Just like you guys should be holding me accountable for what I do and what I say. And then allowing forgiveness to be a part of our, you know, to be a part of our society, you know, to be able to say sorry um, and mean it and truthfully mean it and have this open dialogue with people 
um, whether via social media, which is a bit harder because you can't read facial expressions and tone and you can't look the person in the eye, but for having these deep conversations in person, we can really get to know one another. And I think that's where the connection lies. That's where the beauty lies. You know, that's where the love is, you know, because then we're spreading love because we're caring about what the other person is saying. We're really digesting that and we're holding them accountable for those actions and we're, we're forgiving them for what maybe they did before or that we're allowing them to change and be better and grow and evolve. Um, we're allowing them to be able to change their mind on something they once knew. We're allowing them to unlearn something and learn something new so they can progress their mindset and their perspective so we can have this openness uh, for everyone. And I think that's what's really, that's what's really cool, you know? about well, social media in general I think is that you know but obviously there's a lot of negativity on there but we can do our part to combat that as well by you know replying to negativity with empathy and kindness someone that I really look up to in terms of that is a WWE wrestler named uh, Mustafa Ali who has a brilliant social media <clears throat> and uh, he gets he gets attacked all the time you know his beauty, even his beautiful wife, his beautiful wife gets attacked on there for I don't know what reason. And he always, always responds so elegantly and empathetically and, and compassionately that if you just read a few of his replies to people who said something at the top, super offensive, and then you read down, he's changed that person's mind by the third or fourth reply. You know, and this is someone who is, the WWE superstar, right? He's got 300,000 followers, whatever followers he's got on Twitter, and he's taking the time, and he's got kids, right? Obviously, a way more important stuff than replying on Twitter, you know, um, because this man is out here doing so much good things, right? Um, but he's, he, he feels the need to take the time out of his day to reply to these people, and in a few tweets, he's changing their perspective, and it's really, really cool to see and someone like that is someone who I look up to, right, a ton in terms of how they respond to people, who they are as a person, like work ethic just in general. Like he was he was a cop before he became a WWE superstar. We all know that's a really hard job. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, if you get a chance to check out his Twitter and kind of see some of the replies he makes to people who are very offensive and mean to him and literally watch him change their mind is beautiful. And that's how, you know, that's the whole, that's the whole idea with like, you know, making mistakes and forgiving forgiveness and accountability and cancel culture. You know, we all can just do a little bit better job, you know, because social media is a beautiful tool for connection and meeting people across the world and building a business and, and pursuing your passions um, and connecting with family um, and documenting your life so you can look back at it and show your kids what you did and how what time was then. And, you know, we're documenting all this COVID-19 and I'm sure people will be learning about this in the history books and all this stuff. And, and with the BLM movement and how historic and, and beautiful that is as well. And people will learn the truth about that. And that's really cool. And now we're documenting all of that um, and, and being able to put the truth out um, and the realness of it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, all the beautiful protests and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's the stuff that makes social media so incredible, right? Um, so if we can just, you know, have a little bit more empathy and compassion and kindness, especially, yeah. I mean, obviously in real life, 100%, you know, but I think the accountability factor is huge. I, I mentioned it. Yeah, I think in the restart episode, maybe I, or not, I don't know which episode I mentioned accountability in, but I'm sure I'll mention it in every single episode of Jackson Talks, everybody. I will mention a lot of the same things, I'm sure, in a lot of the episodes because obviously it's stuff I'm passionate about, stuff I'm researching and looking at and trying to dig deeper in to learn more about it myself because I don't, I'm barely, barely, like barely scratching the surface of all of this stuff, like barely scratching the surface of all of this stuff and all this knowledge and all the stuff that goes on with our mindset and our thoughts and how that um, has an impact on who we are and where we go and what we do, you know? I'm just barely scratching the surface and it's something that like interests me 
so much. You know, it, it goes all along with the mental health sphere, you know, um, and how we think, feel, and act. You know, mental health encompasses everything, right? Encompasses how we deal with heartbreak, rejection, failure, pain, loss. Even even encompasses how we deal with the good things, right? Um, and all the stuff about the mind and mindset and manifestation and the power of intention, you know, uh, it's like in, in, in ego and, and self-confidence and self-love. And all these things are like so, so important to me. And they're so fascinating to me <clears throat> that I'm, I'm barely, again, once again, I'm barely scratching the surface of all of it. And so I'm, as I learn, as I dig super deep into this stuff and read books and take classes and do courses and education, I'm then going and listen to podcasts, of course. Uh, I'm then going to present this information to you guys because it's on the top of my dome every day because it's something that I'm reading. Um, I'm reading a book right now called um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I'm, I'm uh, maybe 100 pages in and uh, really it's just talking about how we get into these deep patterns in our life uh, and they, they kind of create these emotional responses for us like just subconsciously happening because we've been in this deep pattern for so long and and once I read kind of more into that I'll, I'll kind of express some of that stuff to you guys but it's very similar to what I said before about how during this great pause of COVID-19 that I figured out that just because I got used to something doesn't mean I like it and that's the same thing that's, that this man is saying uh, in the book you know we get in these patterns that we just kind of get used to these things happening and we feel like we're used to them, so we like them. But we got to break these patterns and break these habits, especially ones from our childhood or ones from previous relationships that were negative and negatively impacted our, ourself. But it was such a pattern and we're so used to that that we kind of subconsciously throw ourselves into that when we're adults. And so we got to realize that that's where the inward work happens, the self-healing happens, the unpacking of that stuff and then breaking of those kind of trauma bonds and then working on, you know, creating new patterns and new healthy habits, you know, and new mindfulness and new flow of energy coming into your body so you can co-create with the power of intention like whatever you want in life because you can. You can co-create whatever you want in life, wherever you want to go, whoever you want to be, whatever you want to think, like you can do it all. You have the power your, your mind and body, the connection of that has the power to do it all. You can do it for sure, 100%. I believe in that for myself and I believe in that for you as well. Um, so that's kind of, I don't know, that's what I'm talking about. Maybe you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe i just speaking a bunch of mumbo jumbo and you don't understand, but it makes sense to me and hopefully it comes across that way to you guys. Um, and maybe you want to do kind of your own research on it and start kind of doing the, all the, you know, whatever interests you, or maybe you want to start unpacking some of that past and some of that pain that you have in your, in your past, some of those trauma bonds so that we can create new, healthy, amazing, beautiful relationships going forward in the future. Um, because we all deserve, we all deserve that sense of community, that sense of connection, that sense of love. <clears throat> with with the people we meet, the people we have in our lives, in all different kinds of communities, with all different kinds of lovely human beings, um, and that's the power. That's the power we have as people. We can connect with anyone all over the world, and it'd be a beautiful, long lasting relationship, full of love um, and support. Um, you know, and that's what I'm trying to create in my life, um, and that's why I'm talking about it on this podcast um, because it helps me understand the stuff that I'm reading. And listening to, if I can really comprehend it and understand it, then I can kind of talk about it to you guys, um, which I think then helps me learn more and maybe pass on some knowledge that resonates with you a lot. And, uh, you know, I think that's kind of the brilliant, beautiful transfer of energy and knowledge onto people, um, which is great because the knowledge isn't just for me. It's for everyone. You know, that's why it's out there in the public. You know, because the, the, the transfer of knowledge is so great and brilliant and beautiful um, that we all can learn so much from each other. And I think that's really cool, too. But, yeah. Wow. Okay. It's 8 o'clock. I just talked for an hour. I feel like it was like 10 minutes. 
Uh, but, uh, I mean, so, in the whole call, or uh, the whole hour, obviously we got um, zero phone calls. So, that was, I mean, this is still going to be the first official episode of, uh, of Everybody's Hotline. Um, we didn't get any calls, um, which is okay. You know, I'm just going to keep putting it out there and keep trying my best. Um, and hopefully it reaches more people and we can have really cool conversations through this platform. If not, I'm just going to sit here and, uh, and talk to you guys for an hour about what I'm learning, about what I'm doing and what I'm looking at and, and, and why I'm trying to grow myself um, in the way I think and the way I feel um, just to be an overall healthier, happier guy, um, which is kind of all that I want um, for me and for you. Um, but uh, that's it for this episode. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I appreciate all of you so very much. Um, please like, subscribe, follow, comment, rate, review. Go to jacksontalkseverybody.com where all the episodes are. Go to youarelovelife.com for all you are loved merch and mental health tips and tools. And uh, check out shopforeverybody.com and sign up to the uh, email list for uh, future updates and drops and stuff like that. But uh, thank you all. Love you. Cheers.